Welcome everybody to the Sotapana podcast. Today I've got Andrea Tamas. Andrea, huge welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Mm, I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and to share some amazing things with you and your audience. Yeah, so today what we're going to be talking about is transitioning with grace in challenging times. And Andrea, you know, I like to just dive right into the topic. So the first question I'm going to ask you is, how did you get into this work? Yes, um, into transitioning with grace, into coaching, which one? Yeah, transitioning with grace, I think we'd all love to know, especially with COVID and people changing jobs and, you know, we're all finding a new way to be more purposeful, to live in more alignment, especially our conscious entrepreneurs. We'd love to know, how do we make that process easier? How do we transition with more grace? Yes. So what got me into it, uh, it was the last year of my life when my partner got diagnosed with stage four cancer uh, last year in July 22nd. Mm. And during that time, I had to deal and overcome a lot of things, not only in my business, but in my personal life. And the reason I'm doing this is because I was able during that time to show up in a way that I'm so proud of myself, just because I had the knowledge and the tools that helped me show up in that way. Yeah, you know, I think it's so important to highlight that, you know, we can get outcomes and we can make things happen, but it's in the how of that outcome that we really establish character and we really establish the things we'll look back upon this life and say, you know, I'm really proud of myself for the way I handled that situation. And there's that saying that says the ends justify the means. But I would say, actually, it's really the means that um, make worthwhile or really add that element of purpose to your life if you have to look back on your deathbed and you say man did I really live a fulfilling life you're not going to remember all the outcomes you got but you will remember how you lived your life how you did those things and I think that's such an important quality to highlight which you just brought up is you know how you went through that uh, that challenging transition period you know, Andrea, share with us a couple of the, um, what were like some of the hardest moments that you had to navigate through as you were, you know, going through this really tumultuous time? Yes. Um, first, it was the fact that we don't have any family in the States. So it's just us. Uh, it was just us, the two of us and our friends, but no family. So I was his primary caregiver. Mm-hmm. And because he had really a lot of pain and a lot of symptoms from the point we found out, um, it required a lot of my attention and a lot of, um, a lot of presence, mm-hmm. I would say. Because especially when a person goes through such a hard time, uh, the beginning stages, they're going to be in fear. They're going to be triggered. They're going to be in all those lower vibration emotions. And as a caregiver, you are the one that takes it all. Mm. So how it was 
a big effort for me to be able to be present next to him and not take nothing personally like mm-hmm. his reactions overall and just give him love and compassion and then the dealing with the medical here in the states mm-hmm. it's insane so i had to work on that process of getting insurance for him because he didn't have insurance i worked on getting him insurance then i went into a deep dive research on how can i actually help him like my purpose became of really saving him and helping him so that was another thing that required a lot a lot of my attention Mm-hmm. And then the fact that we were a lot in and out of the hospital, like yeah. after we found out we were just in the hospital constantly. And my, my goal was like, how can I get him out mm-hmm. so he can do all these other holistic treatments mm-hmm. to help him heal. Mm-hmm. And we even went to Mexico for a month, which was a whole adventure uh, for him to do a one month treatment for his cancer. Wow. So like, dealing with his treatment with his Mm -hmm. symptoms and then having my clients having my business and taking care of myself Mm -hmm. it's it's a challenge in itself what would you say of that what was the most challenging part you were doing all these things what was the one single hardest moment that you can go back to and say yeah i just you know i handled this i've handled this I would say at the beginning stages, I had to make a decision of, am I going to stay full in in my business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just be a little bit on the side there for him? Mm-hmm. Or am I going to make him my focus, my priority? Wow. Because in this moment, mm-hmm. he is the person in this world that needs me the most. And then just do what I can on my business. And I chose that. I chose to be next to him Mm -hmm. full in 100%. And that was a very hard decision because I was in a point in my business, in my life, that I had a lot of momentum. It was doing great. And I was like, oh, my God. And now I have to put this a little bit on the back burner to be next to him. So that was a very hard decision. But I'm so happy I did it because by making that decision, Mm -hmm. it's not that only it allowed me to grow a whole lot as a person, as an entrepreneur, but I was able to be next to him and do all these things like getting him the insurance, going to Mexico, like do all these things that I wouldn't have been able if I would have put it 100% continuing focus on my business. Yeah. And what was the big learning for you when you made that shift? What what did you find about your business and your life yourself? Yeah, definitely about my business, even though I was like in a lot of momentum and all these things, it was that it was not really in alignment with me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Tell us more about that. What what was specifically not in alignment? Yes. So at that moment, before uh, we found out um, that he has cancer, I was marketing myself more as a business coach, helping people with marketing. And it was a lot of imposter syndrome there because Mm. I feel like, oh, I'm not doing great with that, but I'm trying Mm. to help others with that. And that's one of them. And the other one, I was feeling that I was working super hard. Like I was working Mm. a lot of hours 
a day, yeah. but I was not satisfied with my results. Mm. Like, so I mm. felt like I was not fully embodying yeah. what I was trying to help others with. You know, I've noticed that quite often. I've always had a gift for writing very powerful words. And something I've noticed is that I can really pierce through people's copy and see like, you're saying this, but I'm not feeling it. I don't feel mm -hmm. that energetic solidity of like, I can sense that you're really, really doing this. And the purpose behind your words is really a deep embodied, you know, presence. It's very, very few people I really feel that about. Um, and, you know, something I've also held a lot of shame about is money. I've always had this ability to just manifest money when I was doing uh, options trading, I would be able to make like $1,000 in like 10 minutes. And that's something that started to weigh on me a lot because I was like, I feel guilty just making all this money and I'm not doing anything beyond just making money for myself. Uh, so it's kind of funny that you're, you're kind of reflecting this lack of alignment that even when as business owners were making money and you know, it seems good on the surface, that lack of inner alignment can really start to frustrate and rub on us in a way. And recently, I've gotten a lot more uh, embodied with, you know, what we're focusing on right now in our purpose incubator, which is helping business owners make sales as themselves to write from their true authentic place. Um, I'm feeling a lot more embodied with that because of that one one thing, which is purpose, like really aligning to that and not just saying, what's that one strategy that can make me more money? What's the, you know, hot niche right now? And I love that you're highlighting this um, because I think it's a, a transition the entire market's making is how do we not only have a business that's profitable, that lets us live a abundant life. But how do we do that from a place that's embodied and it really, really feels authentic so that we're not just out here burning up and making money, we're really nourishing ourselves in multiple, multiple ways, not just financially. What was, you know, so Andrea, we talked before and you've kind of transitioned your offerings into a more, uh, I guess, per session basis, which is often the guru say, like, don't sell per session, sell mm -hmm. packages. Tell us about yes. that. Why does that feel more aligned for you? Oh, it's definitely from the experience I had with multiple coaches and programs. I've worked with a lot of different coaches and programs. Mm -hmm. And what I felt like when I hired a coach, let's say for three months, four months, six months, whatever, Mm -hmm. I was feeling a lot of pressure to perform in a certain way in that period of time mm -hmm. in order for me to get, get the results, you know, get the investment that I made. So I was pushing myself and I was working super hard doing everything that they were telling me. So I'm like, okay, I invested that much. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure I'm going to mm -hmm. get the results. But what was, what was doing that for me was just that pressure and hard work mm -hmm. instead of flow and alignment yeah. and be like, okay, let's take in consideration everything else that's actually going on in my life. 
and not just the business itself. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like that's what is happening with a lot of business coaches that they purely focus on the business instead of just mm-hmm. looking at you as a holistic person that you are, yeah. that everything that's happening in your life, it's actually going to affect your business is going to affect how you show up in your business. Yeah. So for me offering this like one-off session where people can buy one session, they can buy three, four, 12 that they can use in a longer span of time based on how they need it, based on what's going on in their life. It feels so much more in alignment for me because I know I've been there where I had to push and I don't want to push my clients. I want to help them live a life, a beautiful life in congruence with their business. Yeah. You know, that's something we've also done. We have a, what's called a strategic intensive and it's the gap between our six month, you know, fully embodied purpose incubator for the person who wants that, you know, the person who wants to just tap into that deep level, that deep incubator. But then there's people who are not ready for that. You know, you don't want to push these people into a container that's they're not ready for. And we've found that having this strategic intensive right now, it's a 75 minute intensive gets them a taste of that that gets them that momentum but if they're not ready to you know jump in and like really do this there's no point in forcing somebody and making them feel bad and using all these strategies to like say you need to invest in yourself there's a big part of life where it's like you need to have not just financial growth but you need to have like a personal growth uh, a deeper growth not saying financial growth is not a deep growth, but sometimes we need more than just that financial growth. And I have found in my life, you know, I've been doing this for six years. The first three years of my journey, there was no money coming in because I was growing on so many levels that were necessary to facilitate that foundation, which I now stand on. And if I had gone straight to money and I'd said, you know, I need to invest in a container and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make money, these other flowers, you know, within me would have not have blossomed. And I really don't feel like my life would be as full as it is today because I listened to that internal calling, which was like, Alok, I think you need to really find your purpose here on this earth before you go out and make promises to people. You know, I see this quite often in the industry. People are very good at making the right promises, but then they don't really have the ability to embody that fully. And then the whole kind of thing gets icky. Um, And yeah, I think what you're doing is, you know, what we're both doing. And I see many entrepreneurs doing this as well, is they're waking up and they're saying, hey, you know, we need to offer things that are more in that alignment with where we are at in our personal growth journey. And if that feels like a session, then do that. If it feels like trading money for time, do that because that is going to help you grow on a deep, deep level. And, uh, you know, if we keep, yeah, yeah, that's, that's essentially what I'm trying to say is, when we do the things that may not be logically sensible, but something within us is calling us to do that, we find much more stable growth. And I think it's a lot, a lot better. So, yeah. 
Yes. And I know I've been like on this journey since I've been an entrepreneur where I just like went at the beginning, like just in that student mode, like just studying everything I could getting like multiple coaching certifications because I, I thought that's what I need to be successful mm. and while I would say that knowledge it's amazing and mm. it's so important for you to have a knowledge and know how to guide your clients yeah also your intuition it's so important to rely on that to develop that because mm. even though you know the theory and the exercise oh yeah I know exactly that exercise it Maybe you go into a session and thinking, mm-hmm. I'm just going to do that exercise with them. No, because mm-hmm. the person, they might need a, a switch to that exercise. They might need a, for you to dive deeper into a, que- a question. Mm-hmm. And the knowledge is one thing and the experience is another thing. Exactly. And when you're able to combine the two, I think that's when the biggest embodiment and alignment is going to come. And I feel like that's where I'm at right now with my business because I, I'm just doing a combination of the two of my life experience yeah. and the knowledge that I have been accumulating until this point. Tell us more about the work you're doing right now, Andrea. How are you combining that life experience with, you know, all your marketing experience and everything? You know, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so my life experience, so my business is Sacred Transitions. And in Sacred Transitions, I focus on on different things. Like if you want to move to a different place or a new country, if you want to start a new relationship or break up, (laughs) it's like those bigger challenges transitions in your life if you want to start your business and you want to quit your job which is who it's a big one that's a big one yeah i feel like that's a really big one (laughs) or if you're going through a loss which is what i have been going um Mm. in the last few months after my partner transition on the other side so i'm helping very focused on these things that I have experienced in Mm -hmm. my life and I've been through each and every one of them Mm -hmm. and combining them with the the knowledge, with the coaching, the marketing, the business side that I have been learning in these past few years Mm -hmm. since I have been a coach, it helped me look at a person when I work with them, as I was saying, more from like a holistic point and not just be like okay we're just gonna work on your business we're just gonna Mm. work on this one thing but what i'm doing i'm actually gonna go to the root cause of what is it that it's stopping you why is it that you are so afraid of like quitting your job of moving to a new place if that's what is your desire if that's what you are pulled towards Mm. so really look at what what is that your soul desires right now and i love the fact that i work with akashic records Mm -hmm. which uh is the library of your soul and uh in akashic records we are a believer that the majority of us, we have been here multiple times. Yeah. So you can be an old soul or a newer one, but we we have been here multiple times. Yeah, I definitely feel that. And it's, it's really interesting. I've always had uh, kind of a guilt and shame around money, but it's always been something I could pretty easily manifest. I don't know why, but I'm always like, oh, if I do this, this will make money. And... I guess it comes down to that Akashic record 
you know, if, if you've done that for your past life so many, so many times, then you'll have a skill to it. But I like how you're bringing in the holistic picture of, okay, it's not just business, but what's your greater purpose here on earth? And what I've found for myself is, you know, that guilt of money, I've started to reconcile it because now it's being framed in the bigger picture of purpose. And now it's it's kind of like a part of the whole. And for me personally, it's it's been really hard to start this purpose incubator and just say like, hey, I'm going to help you sell authentically because that's something I could do. But I never felt like truly 100% aligned with it until I could say it in my own way. I didn't want to go after like some other coaches um, who have big, big money claims that never, never really felt right to me. And it took me until this time to be like, really like, okay, I'm going to teach you sales, but I'm going to show you to do it as you. I'm not going to teach you a strategy and some words, which do work, but I think it's terribly, you know, destructive in the long term. I'm going to teach you if you're going to learn it to do it in your own frequency. And that's been a big, big game changer uh, for me personally. And I know it has for you too, to like really align to your purpose. And I'm so happy to see other coaches that are like, hey, we're not going to just focus on top line revenue numbers and like the vanity metrics. We're going to look at your life as a whole. And how does money marketing purpose, all of these things fit together to give you a better lifestyle and a better transformation than just focusing on this one surface level element, which could, you know, flash one day and then it could crash the other day. So yeah, I love that. Um, yeah. Yes. And I feel like we all have been in that trap to say it all like that. Mm. It's hiring coaches that are just doing those big promises like mm. do your 10k months in three months you know yeah. or we have been on the other side where we made those promises because mm-hmm. that's we just listened we are yeah. like okay we hired a coach this is what they told us so let me just yeah. do it let me just give it a try <laughs> yeah you know they say often like you have to sell the outcome nobody cares about yes. the process and you're like well if i'm selling the outcome will it you know But what I found to be true is that, yes, you can get maybe more sales, but you don't really build a strong brand and a strong, you know, ethic about your company. And that's always been a higher priority to me than short term sales numbers. When I feel like, you know, I'm truly embodying what I want to create in the world, that brings me a lot more satisfaction than a you know a number on my bank account yes that is absolutely important you have to take care of your business but you have to do it in an aligned authentic way and i think that's extremely you know important that we're all waking up and all our listeners that are listening you know we might be the first people they hear that are like you know saying this and they're probably having like a moment of realization of like whoa I don't have to sell the outcome. I can just tap into the frequency that I'm here to embody and that's my purpose and I can sell from that or I can create a business from that or I can transition into that. Whoa, that's pretty cool. You know, so it's like, it's really important that we're having this conversation 
because people need to hear it. People just need to hear this and be like, whoa, there is another way. And I think I'm loving this. This is awesome. Yes, and it's so important for your listeners to don't judge themselves. No matter where they are at right now, to don't don't judge yourself. And remember that we are all on our journey. And I truly believe like all the niches I had before, everything I have been through in my life, yep. it helped me to be where I'm at right now. And even last year when uh, when I found out about my partner's cancer, I knew it that all the work I have been doing on myself, all the coaching tools, everything I have done until then, it helped me, it prepared me to show up in that way that mm -hmm. now I'm so proud of it that I have no regrets around, yeah. you know, and I don't think it's something that a lot of people can say when you go through a really hard, challenging time in your life to be able to look back and say, I have no regrets of the yeah. way I showed up. Yeah, it's important that we're, you know, to make it very clear, we're not placing blame on anybody because ultimately this is a very new market. We're still all here learning what's the best way to run a damn coaching business. Do you talk about the benefit? Do you talk about the product? Do you talk about purpose? What do you do? So we're all here learning on earth. Like it's not like anybody knows exactly how to live life perfectly. Maybe there's a few people, but we won't get into that. Um, we're here. It's a learning experience, but the real danger is if you know and you don't do anything about it, if you have that innate conscious and you're like, well, you know, I feel this internally, but I'm going to just keep doing things the way I've always been doing. That is the only mistake you can make is to not make any changes if you know, right? Yes. And it, because that's going to weight you down. As a, as a person, as an entrepreneur, because you just pretty much live in your day-to-day -day life like with that happy mm. feeling that you're like, something is not right. Yep. I should do something. I should create a change. But then you, you just talk yourself out of it because mm. of the fears that you might predict into the future or because of your past experiences that you had uh, that you have made some changes and they didn't go as you wanted to. So this is where it's so important to live in the present moment mm. because I can tell you even like from my experience, so many things like that you are afraid of that it might happen in the future, probably at least 90%, they will never happen. Or you're actually going to predict things with your thoughts when you live in that fear base. But when you bring yourself into the present moment and you're like, okay, this is where I'm at right now. How can I improve myself? How can I make it better now in this moment? And not in an hour, two hours or tomorrow, but now. And living from that present is the biggest gift you can give to yourself and to those around you. You know, I was just talking about this with uh, our previous guest. I think it's super important that we have tools that allow us to tap into the emotions and the subconscious shit that we are avoiding. And Andrea, I'd love to ask you, with your clients, do you have any tools that maybe we could share on this podcast so 
our listeners can learn how to tap into this present moment. Not like they have to do anything to tap into it, but sometimes Mm -hmm. our thoughts, emotions make it seem we're not in the present moment. Do you have any tools for our listeners so they can Mm -hmm. better tap in? Definitely. And this is a tool I have used even last year a lot because I was a lot into the future with my partner, like worried about what is going to happen. And I was just not able to be present. And one tool that I constantly use, it's like you're going to take your your finger, your index finger, Mm. finger, and you're going to put it in between your nose and your upper lip. And you're going to press and you're going to say, I am here now. Okay, let's I'm do this, everyone. Now. So if you're driving, don't do this, please. But <laughs> if you're stationary, you take your index finger, you curl it up, and then you put the knuckle right under your nose. And you say, I am here now. Yes, and take like big breaths in and allow yourself to bring yourself into the present moment. <sighs> And what does that do? It's going to go to your amygdala. Amygdala. Like, how do you say that word? Amygdala. Mm. And it's going to instantly relax it. That's why we press here to this point. And when you also say the mantra, I am here now, you are calming your body and your mind and you bring yourself into the present moment. This is one of the tools I have used a lot in the, in the last year to bring myself into the present moment. Yeah, this is what's called an anchor. That's what we talked about yes. on the episode with Dina DeLuco. Um, anchor is when we can enter a state and then have a physical representation of that state, whether it's connecting our fingers together or maybe even just doing a simple, you know, palms together that activates a specific neural pathway in our in our biology so that when we're stressed we can use this mudra this Mm -hmm. anchor to replicate that state almost instantly and it's one of the best tools that i have found ever you know and we're, we're talking about sales right if you're in a high pressure sales situation and you're like oh my gosh i'm nervous simply having an anchor and being able to do that anchor to get back into the present gets you aligned with that prospect sitting across from you so you don't see them as a sale you see them as a human that you're having a conversation with anyways exactly and another one that i want to share with people it's really why we live so much into the future and why we are so worried is because we try to control to control the outcome, to control the future. So what I really, when you find yourself into that place, I want you to ask yourself, what is it in my control? What is in my control right now? Because we are so worried. Like I was worried that I was trying so much to help my partner heal and save his life. But then I had to ask myself, like, what is in my control? in that situation like it's in it's not in my control to really save his life what it's in my control is to show up for him love him give everything i have in this present moment so when you ask yourself what it's in my control right now you're gonna release that worry of the future and you're gonna actually focus on what you can do right now 
Absolutely. And because the focus of our incubator right now is on sales, if we look at sales and you're wondering, how do I make more sales? By putting your mind in, how do I make more sales? You're not really controlling anything you can control. But if you say, what can I do with my content? What can I do with my embodiment practices? What can I do with my strategy? What can I do with my marketing? These are now things you can control and you have in your actual abilities. You can't control somebody's mind and make them, you know, buy your thing. Buy, yeah. But you can control the things you have control over, which is the content you write. Is it good quality? Are you tapping into the right problem? Are you creating shifts for your buyers? Are you in the energy of the thing you want to create, right? So these are all things you can control. And I love that you brought these tools, like that anchor of rolling the finger, putting it and being saying, I am here. And then asking yourself, what is it that I can really control in this moment? So these are wonderful tools, Andrea. Andrea, I would love to know, before we jump off here, what is one message you want to share with our audience? I would say that no matter what you go through in your life, that there is always hope. Even if the outcome is not what you want it to be, to really trust that that outcome is happening for you. And all these experiences that you're going through in your life, they are for your highest good and for your Mm. growth. I love that. You know, some of the hardest experiences I've ever gone through in my life have been the most life-changing. It's never, it never seems like that. When you're going through them, you're like, why is this so hard, da-da-da? But if you truly believe in the purpose, the mission you're on, it doesn't matter what the outcome is because that challenge is going to grow you as a human. And there's nothing that can take that away from you. That experience that you're going through right now, if you're going through a challenging time, if you truly believe in what you're doing, that experience is going to change you. It's going to grow you. And nothing can take that away from you ever. And that's just a beautiful, beautiful knowledge to have is that nothing can take that away from you. You're always going to have that. Yes. And really, like, ask yourself, um, when you are in that challenging moment, we tend to just label it as being bad. Mm. That's what we do. But I really want to I want to encourage you to ask yourself, um, good thing, bad thing, who knows? And I encourage you to go ahead and Google that story. It's like a short story that can transform your life. When you start just being curious, instead of just labeling something as good or bad, to just ask yourself, good thing, bad thing, who knows? Mm, I love that. Andrea, how do how do our listeners access your work? Do you have any free trainings? Do you you know offer anything? Yes, so uh, they find me mainly on Instagram at Andrea Thomas Coaching, and I have a sacred circle that's happening every second Monday of the month, and that's where we actually immerse ourselves in. An experience. It's not about mm. teaching. It's not about theory. It's purely an experience where we're going to create ceremonies and rituals in the Akashic process. 
Okay. So that's one way they can uh, join me. Uh, and another way, it's they can just have a one-off session of the Akashic Records where they can receive guidance, clarity from their guides on what's going on in their life, what's blocking them, what's stopping them, and how they can actually step in that possibilities that they want mm. to achieve in their life. Mm. I love that. So guys, we'll put that in the show notes. We'll put all of those links. And I want to say, Andrea, thank you so much for being a guest on the Sotapana podcast. It's been wonderful having you. I'm sure our listeners have thoroughly transformed at least one thing. I'm sure they had a breakthrough listening to this session. Um, and for all our listeners, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast and listening Remember that if you are interested in the Purpose Incubator, you can always go to our website, www.sotapana.com, and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much, everyone, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye, everyone.